Welcome back to another episode of the Amazon Private Label Show podcast hosted by Ryan and myself, Michael, the co-founders of Amazon FBA University. Today's episode, we are going to talk all about uh, 3PLs, aka third-party logistics centers, warehouses, <laughs> non-Amazon warehouses. We're also going to talk about Amazon multi-channel fulfillment, kind of how you should think about uh, using, if ever, a third-party warehouse, how you can fulfill orders off of Amazon without having inventory in multiple places. We got ooh, we got what you need for that. So, uh, right. In, in terms of, what, why don't we start with 3PLs and then we can kind of uh, drift into multi-channel and such. If, what kind of, why would you use a 3PL like what scenario would lead you to there? And then how would you go about uh, executing that? FBA University boys got the juice. All right, so 3PLs, <laughs> what are 3PLs? Why do we use them? So 3PLs are essentially just mean a third party warehouse. It's almost uh, an additional place where you can store goods um, until you then need to have the person at that warehouse either you know, fulfill them on another channel or send them into Amazon, basically just another storage point for you. And where you would need to use 3PLs is like me, for example, I sell in the USA, but I don't live there. So, you know, sometimes here in the UK, I can have things delivered to my house or I get returns delivered back to me. You know, I can't do that on my US store because I don't live in the US. So I utilize the 3PL. They're really, really helpful. Number one, the main reason I utilize them is if Amazon are restricting the amount of units I can send in of a product, like, for example, I just recently um, got into the small oversized space and Amazon pretty much off the bat restrict you to 950 cubic feet uh, of space uh, in, with the product I've just launched. That's not a lot of units. I think it's about 150-ish units. So what I did instead is I sent 150 units in directly and I sent another uh, 200 units to my 3PL. That's great because launching with 150 units is going to be challenging because if things do go well, you know, enrolling into the Vine program, you get 30 units, you give up, and now you're down to 120. Say you sell two, three units a day in the beginning and it snowballs, you can quickly run out of stock. And by the time you've realized what's going on, you've placed a restock with China, you know, you're not going to get your units there in time. Whereas if you have some on site, you know, at a 3PL already in the US, you can get them in, you know, within seven to 10 days, check through the FC centers and ready to sell. So it's great for inventory management. Is It's probably the main reason I use it. The second reason I use them is because Again, I don't have a presence in the US, so it does save you uh, in times of need. I, uh, about a year ago, I launched a product and it was fairly fragile, which you know, generally is a no-go for the new sellers. But my manufacturer hadn't done a great job of packaging the product and it arrived um, at Amazon pretty smashed up. And I was getting a bunch of like one-star, two-star reviews saying the product's been smashed on arrival. And, you know, it's just broken. So what I did was I removed um, my entire inventory back to the 3PL threw away the items that were damaged and then salvaged the ones that were still okay and intact, repackaged them at the 3PL and then had them sent back into Amazon. Again, because I, I don't have a physical base in the US and you know that's frankly not something that I want to do myself. It's very labor intensive. I can't be bothered to do that. I'm a business owner. This isn't like a second job to me. So you know, I wanted to have someone else do that. So that's another way I utilize a 3PL. So mainly for inventory management, but they're, they're super, super helpful. Another third reason where 3PLs really come in handy for me is during the Q4 periods for, from kind of September through to December, 
Amazon increased their storage fees a lot. They're very, very expensive, kind of three, four times the any other time of the year. So it's actually more advantageous and cost effective to have excess inventory stored at a 3PL. You know, the one I use, the rates are probably less than half what Amazon would charge you during the Q4 period. So having them stored there versus at Amazon is actually is better off for you. You save money. And then when you're ready, you just send the units in uh, and pay for them to be uh, picked up by UPS and then, you know, sent in by the, uh, the 3PL. So really, really helpful, especially if you live out the country, you know, you're, you're having trouble with inventory management. You want to manage that flow, especially during the early days. 3PLs are, you know, a godsend and they help you out a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, there are like, if, if you are scaling a brand and you just, especially if you don't live in the U S or you just don't have a lot of space and say, you you know, you're ordering a thousand or or 2000 and you want to be ready for that next month where you need 4,000, but you don't want to, you don't want to ship those all, all in just in case anything goes wrong or just possibly you weren't allowed to by Amazon. It's, it's something that, that reduces shipping times from, let's say, 40 to, to 60 days from door to door to really about a week. And so it, it's a massive time saver. If you do have, say, a garage uh, and you are in the U.S. or even if you're in Canada, let's say, and you sell in the U.S., you can just do that. So you, you don't have to ship to a 3PL if you have space in your house. You don't, you also can, a lot of times, you know, what I'll do on product launches, order a lot more inventory uh, than I ship out originally and just negotiate with the supplier to have them store it for free, which they'll do because you're telling them you're ordering more than you want. Uh and so they'll always they're they're very receptive if you're you're ordering more than you would uh, to do something like hold it in the warehouse for a few weeks. And so that's something you can do. Just going into kind of multi-channel fulfillment. Back in the day, until until fairly recently, let's say your primary uh, sales channel is Amazon, but you're also listed on Shopify could be Walmart, actually Walmart is a little tough, but could be eBay, Etsy, basically anywhere else. It was difficult to fulfill those orders uh, from from the same place, right? From a, from an Amazon system. There, there was APIs and some some kind of expensive software you could you could implement that would uh, create fulfillment orders in Amazon, but there was no smooth process. And that all changed. Uh, in the last year, because Amazon is essentially making a play to be a logistics company as well. And so now, like for me, instance, for for instance, I'm, I sell primarily on Amazon, but I do sell on, on my own websites. And so those orders are very easily fulfilled from an Amazon warehouse. And all you have to do is essentially use a let's say you're using shopify for instance you use you uh add an app um i've used a couple different ones like weeby amazon mcf and and stuff all you have to do once you have that app in your store is map your amazon inventory to your shopify inventory and then anytime an order comes through shopify it's automatically fulfilled from amazon and 
Whereas there, there used to be some hiccups in that because Amazon actually didn't want you to do that. That's completely changed and they encourage that. So they do charge a little more. Let's say you were going to the same same uh, final address in the US. You're, you're shipping to uh, Santa Monica, California. And if it was an Amazon order versus a Shopify order, the fulfillment would be a little more for, from Shopify, but you're obviously going to pay a lot lower uh, seller fee. So just know using a 3PL back uh, a couple of years ago as a private label seller, there was a lot more reason. Now it's literally there's a lot less reason to use it uh, unless you're in a scenario like Ryan where, you know, you, you just, you got to be ready to uh, capitalize on the honeymoon period and you don't live in the country or have uh, kind of another space to store it. So just know these three PLs are, there's so many of them. They're, they're all, it's kind of a market rate at this point, kind of like shipping where they're all very close in price. So what, what you want to do is, is get a 3PL if you ever do use it, that is close to the primary Amazon fulfillment center that you're directed to send uh, inventory in. And after you've sent a few shipments, a lot of times it cha- it's different each product, but for each product, you kind of understand most shipments uh, go to one fulfillment center, probably let's say 60 to 70%, and the rest go somewhere else so you can you really want to the way you'd save money is by ideally being in a west coast or central u.s uh amazon center and then having a fulfillment center that is close but other than that i think just know amazon is (laughs) the best at what they do pretty much in in every industry they get to so if you're if you're thinking just multi-channel i would highly recommend just using amazon and uh, keeping things simple. 100%, 100%. Start on Amazon, then branch out once you start making themselves, making that bankroll, baby. Guys, if you want to start your own Amazon FBA private label business, we run the Accelerator 2.0, which is our flagship program where we offer unlimited one-to-one mentoring for an entire year, something you won't get anywhere else. So if you're serious about building a private label brand, you don't want to make the mistakes that you know I made in the beginning that cost me thousands and thousands of dollars before I actually ended up getting it right then book a call with us. The link is in the description. We'd love to talk with as many of you as possible and see how we can help you on your journey. And as always, we'll see you on the next episode.